proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and, and, and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Crunching Gears, Let's Talk Rallying, episode 11. And this episode, I'm once again joined by Connor Edwards. Connor is a motorsport photographer for various publications. So, Connor, very welcome. Kevin, thank you. Lovely to be back on again. And uh, my favorite time of the week, sitting down chatting about rallying. Cool, cool, cool. So, this is predominantly, I uh, suppose, a, a preview of the Circuit Ireland, which is on this weekend. But before we start, it's imperative that we say a, a huge uh, thanks to each and every one of you that got in contact after the Andy Walsh interview last weekend. And the response has just been overwhelming. Um, the lovely messages, the kind wishes. Uh, I know this is coming from Andy as well as myself. That I think the two of us have been bowled over by the, the, the well wishes and all. And Andy, the amount of money that was raised to is absolutely fantastic. And Kevin, just before we, we start talking all things uh, the circuit uh, related, uh, Willie Lockman rally was on at the weekend there down in Carcanture over six stages and second round of the Irish Forestry Championship. And just a quick brief on the results there. So Patrick O'Brien, Stephen O'Brien had a great run out in a recently acquired Skoda Fabia R5. Very convincing, you know, win over the, the, the six stages. They were 29 seconds ahead of Jordan and Paul Hone in their R5 Fiesta. And behind them was Keith Power and Donald Balfe in their Fiesta R5. Yeah, and then uh, top two wheel drive, there was uh, John Gordon and Ben Taggart as well, too. And I think they were something like fifth overall, which was fantastic as well. And then yeah, also, really strong yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then, you know, we can go, you know, Michael McDade and Dick and Casey at Rally Nuts, I think it was third in their class there, and um, the historic, the BDA Mark II. And then uh, a bit further afield, then San Remo, Craig Breen and John Rowan were starting to uh, set the, the pace then, but unfortunately, then. A few wee mechanical issues were forced to retire, but yeah, it was very, very unfortunate. San Remo now because that the the whole hype and build up was looking like a good battle between Mads Osberg and uh, yeah. what he called yeah. and it just unfortunately never got to materialize just to various issues between yeah. both. both of them. I went out so early, didn't they? Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's for sure. That is for sure. So, almost to the circuit Ireland this weekend, you know, uh, based in Balamina. Um, bit controversial the way the format is, but I suppose when you look at the ins and outs of it, it probably makes sense. You know, the, the, the route was designed during COVID times. Uh, we didn't know where we were going to be at this stage six months ago. So two absolute classic stages, there's no doubt about it, Glenn Dunn and Karen Castle. But before we get into too much detail, we'll catch up with Johnny Greer. Um, he spoke first of all about West Cork, and then we'll, we'll go on about the circuit then. Yeah, it went really well. Um, obviously, a lot better than, than we were expecting. You know, the the West Cork 
hasn't really been a, a happy hunting ground for me in the past. Like obviously, the rally's fantastic. I've always enjoyed the event, but competitive-wise, we've never really been on the pace in that event. So going into the rally, when you you know, we knew everything was good with the car. We knew we had a good couple of events under our belt before that. And, but at the same time, I wasn't really expecting much out of it. Just really get get a bit of time in the car in those sort of conditions and really try and learn a bit better. But from the first stage, you know, everyone was really close. And that just kind of started the weekend on a positive note. And then we went from there and, and everything really took off. So, yeah, it was it was really enjoyable. It was very much... Uh, it was very much one of those weekends that started and it was gone in a flash. You know, it just it was just the fact that everyone was so competitive and, and everything was just it was just a great weekend, you know. But um yeah, I was really happy with how everything went, uh, considering we knew that we, we were gonna struggle and the fact that we were there was a was a was a good, uh, pleasant surprise anyway. Yeah. And like you said there, you know, like West Cork always hasn't suited you in the past. Like has that something that you've been concentrating on like over the winter, you know, to try and improve there or? Uh, not really, no. Um, I mean, we sort of know that high speed stages really don't aren't really suited. I'm not really suited to high speed stages, but uh-huh. West Cork obviously is is very high speed from start to finish. So we didn't really focus on it too much because we've just been trying to get mileage in the car and, and get the car to work and things like that. So we've sort of had a we sort of know that the car's in a good place now and it's performing well, but we didn't expect even in those sort of stages to be to be up there up there with the rest of the guys. So that was. That was good, but as for like setup wise and stuff, we haven't really done anything to to make the car better in those areas because I know it's not it's not the car's problem if that makes sense. <laughs> and then you know, like as you said there, like right from the get go, you know, competitive setting the times, mixing it with the guys, isn't it fantastic to see like the 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 tournament championship, like the top four, five, six cars separated by like like fractions of a second in some of the stages. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, it's it's uh, it's really like when it's been a long time since I've been involved in a rally that's been like that when there's been so many people so close together. And it is it does change the outlook of the weekend. You know, you sort of don't get your nobody gets a chance to really have a a rest to a stage where you're have a bit of a gap or a margin. Every stage you're going into, you know, you're you're fighting for a couple of seconds, and it's it is it it, it makes the weekend shorter. <laughs> it really does. It really does ramp up the the sort of adrenaline and all and it's yeah just from start to finish it was it was very enjoyable you know and it, it's i think it says a lot about the tarmac championship the fact that we had so many different cars different drivers different tire fuel combinations and everyone was coming out of the stages you know within tenth of a second um i mean there was one particular stage we had where we had come out of the stage and, and sort of came to the end of the stage and, and you know we've been told that uh, i can't remember exact same times but i think we we're about three or four seconds slower than the fastest time so we sort of thought to ourselves, well, if we're three or four slowest, we're probably going to be in around second, third, around that time. Mm-hmm. And then when the time started coming through, we realized the four guys in front of us had done the exact same time, near enough <laughs> to the point of a second. <laughs> so we were like, we were like, according to you, know, if you look at the results, we're miles off. We came yeah. out of the stage thinking, you know, oh, we'll be, we're in the mix here because we've only dropped so many seconds to the fastest, but yes. everyone done the fastest time. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, it was stuff like that. It was it was it was great fun, you know. Uh-huh. And like you know. And you know, like in hindsight, like this, the changeover to the R fives in the championship has brought that. Like you know, we're before that with the world cars, there was two or three world cars, and then there was a gap maybe to, of two or three minutes to the, the rest. To see this now, five or six cars fighting for overall ones, it's it's brilliant for the championship, and it's putting Ireland back on that stage again that we're one of the the best championships in in Europe at the very least. 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's that's fair. It, it was the the last couple of years from when the R fives became the, the top class in tournament championship. You know, it has made the the it has made the championship more competitive. You know, obviously there's different factors in play there as well, but the fact that you know an R five car as was proven there in West Cork is, is very even you know, throughout the field, throughout whatever type of R five car you have, you know that the car is going to be competitive, and I think that helps people. Uh, you know, obviously in the WRC era, you had the, you know, especially towards the end, you had the two-liter cars versus the 100 cars. You had, you know, you had 2002 cars going up against 2010 cars and the whole thing kind of got stretched out, you know, and there's only maybe a handful of cars in the country that were top, top spec WRC cars. Whereas now really, you know, I'm, I think there was a, a figure put out there on how many R5 cars are in, are in Ireland now, yeah. but I think it's, I think it's upwards of 50 odd now. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's and all those cars are the same speed. Yeah. You know, they're all the, the regulations are so tightly controlled that they're always going to be within a couple of, of tenths of a second per kilometer of each other. So, you know, it, it does. It's a good formula. It's it's proven that it does work. Absolutely, absolutely. And like you, you know, you talked about that intense battle. Is that something that you get a buzz off too? Like coming to the end of the stage and seeing that you know that you're like a tenth of a second off fastest or a tenth faster. Like does you know does that drive you on for the next stage? You know you're pulling on the gloves again, you know, tightening up the helmet and you're just loving being set behind that wheel? Yeah, I think I think it does. You know, it, it's the fact that the, the rally was so competitive right from start to finish. You know, you know, I've done rallies before where maybe by the second day you're kind of in no man's land and you've sort of got a gap, a massive gap in front of you and a massive gap behind you and you're sort of just driving around doing the stages. It's not the same. You know, it's uh, when you're in the when you're in the, the battle, it's it, it does. It, the whole thing just kind of flows you know you don't really whereas sometimes the worst thing in the world is trying to drive around at the end of the ride to get a finish you know because you're thinking about everything and you're you're you're, you're trying to you know, you're thinking about your braking points you're thinking about your speed your car and you're thinking about all the noises the car's making whereas when you're in a battle that's all forgot about you just mm-hmm. you know it's it's sort of like you just you just arrive at the start of the stage and then you arrive at the end of the stage you don't really know how you got from a to b it just <laughs> happens <laughs> you know, it's, it's more natural uh, <laughs> yeah it's just more natural it just flows you know it's and it's really it's really enjoyable you know even even to say like west corp when, when obviously didn't get to the finish once that sort of initial disappointment was over on the way home you're sort of thinking you know it was a very enjoyable weekend even with the re- end result mm-hmm. um but yeah it does you know hopefully that continues throughout the season it'd be good I know it was Galway was very similar it was very tight in Galway too yeah. you know mm-hmm. with, with the guys but obviously I wasn't there myself but I just watching it it was tight and even yeah. even sitting home watching it it gets more exciting you know ah, the, absolutely. you know there's, a, there's a, you're always looking for you're hitting the refresh button every time <laughs> waiting for the stage time to come up you know it's it's uh, it does add a bit of a bit of value to it you know yeah mm-hmm. and then you know starting to look forward into the circuit you know um like is that an event that you always look forward to you know we know the history of the event and um, with COVID times and everything else, you know, that the guys have had to cut back and, you know, put certain measures in place. But it's still going to be two hard days of rally. Yeah, I think the it's going to be interesting. I know that the, the two stages we are doing are good stages, which is a, which is a start. But mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how I've never done a rally like that before where you're, you're effectively going over the same piece of road six or seven times each. Mm-hmm. You know, OK, you're doing it three times one way and three times the other. But. Uh, it'll be interesting. I say I've never, I've never, as long as I can remember, I've never heard of Glenn Dunn going the reverse way yes. round. So it's, you're starting at the sort of bottom of the hill and working your way up, which mm-hmm. you know, having studied the DVD and stuff, it looks very tricky going the opposite way because it's kind of the, the what makes Glenn Dunn a nice stage is the way the jumps 
and the corners all bed into each other. So you have you come out of a corner and they jump. Uh-huh. Kind of straight, whereas now you're, you're going to have a you know a straight and a jump in the corner. That's kind of going to make it a bit more difficult. But yeah, the, the two stages are nice. I think the format, um, you know, the format is what it is. I think it could obviously do with a bit more mileage. Uh, you would have liked during the day, but the the Friday will be a long day for not a lot of mileage. But that's same mm-hmm. for everybody. So yeah. it uh, it'll be it'll be getting yourself sort of as we said in like and for like West Corp when you're in the battle and things were going from stage to stage. You're not really going to have that this year because you're going to have two stages, a massive break, then two stages. So you're going to kind of yeah, go up and down, up and down on your, on your sort of adrenaline. So mm-hmm. but it'll be the circuit always is a great rally. Um, I mean, the, with this time of year, the conditions can be it can be anywhere between a, a bone dry 10, 15 degrees day to, to four degrees rain and sleet. It can be uh-huh. anywhere between now. So, yes. Um, yeah, it always it always does throw a big challenge. I think the, with the way the stages are going to be, especially in the reverse run on the Saturday, you know, the stages are going to be completely different because of where all the, you know, anyone who's cutting and there's mud getting dragged out, you know, doing those in opposite direction. Yeah. The mud's kind of in the wrong place. <laughs> it's, it's, all, yeah. it's kind of, it's on the, you're, you're constantly off the line. So I think it'll be, it'll add a, add a challenge to it, but no, I'm looking forward to it to see, mm-hmm. to see what it looks like. It's, it'll be a, with the stages, with the mileage being relatively short on, on each day, it's, it's going to be a very much a, uh, you have to be on up from the first stage to really, yeah. to really get anywhere on so mm-hmm. uh, we'll see we'll see how we get on but no yeah. it looks good and then just even you're saying that that you know mud being pulled out is that something that you're going to have to factor in when you're making your notes or is that going to show the real importance of having a good gravel crew as well too yeah well i think i think the the notes on the gravel crew will be working in tandem and that obviously we can only mm-hmm. do so much on the racky after the you know once the competing cars go through the mud can come out places you didn't think they were going to appear you know you, you don't know where everyone's going to be yeah. And I think that's going to make the it's going to make the job difficult on the Saturday morning because obviously we're going to have seen the stages on on Thursday, uh-huh. and now they've done a full day's rallying, and now they're coming the opposite direction. So it's going to be a lot more of a challenge then to get uh-huh. to get everything right on in that one. But I think it's yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a challenge just to know where exactly the mud's going to affect you and not going to affect you because on certain corners you're going to be in the same bit, you're going to be in the same line both directions, mm-hmm. and other corners you're maybe going to take a, a wider line the way in. Yes. on a longer corner which obviously working the opposite way around is you know it's the wrong way around for what you're doing so yes mm-hmm. i don't know i said it'll be i said i think i've only i think we're talking about today i think i did do a gravel ride once in the british championship that you stages different directions okay. i remember that being a complete nightmare because right. obviously the gravel getting cut up and loose yes you know you were you were breaking into what was attraction zone before and then you were you're accelerating whatever was a breaking zone so you're <laughs> accelerating you're, when you're accelerating out of the corner it was very bumpy where they were breaking and then when mm-hmm. you were Going in, you had all the tailings of where they're putting the bar down the way in, so it made it, it made it really difficult. So be interesting mm-hmm. to see what what it, the change it makes on tarmac, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't think it's say not that I memory. I haven't don't remember doing a tarmac stage one mm-hmm. way and then reversing it, you yeah. know. So mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be interesting, but that's that's you know, as I say, it is it is what it is, and that's what uh, everyone has to deal with the same thing. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, and you know, you've completed in uh, Glendon and Castle and you know, in one of the formats, you know. In previous Ulster rallies, uh, the Glens of Antrim rally, does that give you an advantage, or is the level such high the level now with the top guys that between DVDs and Rickies that you can pretty much go now and drive any stretch of tarmac? Uh, I would like I would like to hope it's an advantage, but I don't think it will be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think the I think yes, having driven the road a few times does help, but at the same time. You know the the pace that the top guys are on. It doesn't seem to matter where we go. It doesn't seem to matter where 
like I know I always sort of like competing closer to home because I know the stage is better and I always sort of I always say like I don't travel well like West Cork being so far away too there's another reason why I don't seem to go well down there but I think it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to matter I mean I've I've come to rallies before where I've done the stage maybe five or six times I, I know the stage in and out and you, you land up and some guy who's never done the stage before still takes a chunk of time out of you so it's, it's you can get lulled into like a false sense of security too in that scenario but most of the guys I think have done some version of these stages before yeah. i mean they weren't used that long ago and i was 2018 in the ulster so you know most of the guys here would have done that that year as well so okay. yeah it's nice it's nice to have a bit of experience in the stages but i think at this stage at, at um some of the guys are, are that good now that doesn't seem to doesn't seem to matter to them where, where they go you just pick a piece of road they make mm-hmm. a set of notes and they just go at the same speed regardless whether they know or not so that uh yeah we'll see we'll see but it'll be, it'll be fun you know it'll be fun either way but uh Hopefully, hopefully it accounts for something. Anyway, yes. <laughs> and then, you know, just like uh, unrelated, you, you know, you're saying about how you feel so good in the Rally 2 C3 and that's so early in its development. Is there a lot more to come from the car yet? Uh, yeah, it probably is. I mean, we're still, we're still trying to sort of tweak the car to, to sort of to Irish tarmac stuff, mm-hmm. settings and things like that. And there's a lot more to come. From the car side, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I sort of know that the car, the car is a lot more capable, probably, than what I am capable of taking it to. So there's a lot of there's a lot of headway there to move into. But uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, we've done I think three or this will be our third, fourth closed road rally on the car. So each time you learn new stuff, you know, we learn things from Cork that we could have done better. We learn things from from the Ulster and from the from the Sparrows and stuff that we could have done better every time. You know, it's just there's no there's no replacement for for getting it onto a proper stage rally a proper road rally and, and learning mm-hmm. um but no everything the car the car performs brilliantly i mean it's it's been very good out of the even the first drive we took the car out of you know the car performed right out of the box and it's just been getting better and better since mm-hmm. but uh yeah we've we've a lot to learn you know about just about everything about the car it was sort of that's there's nobody going to give you any advice on how to set the car up for Irish tournament because it's the only car really competing. Um, obviously, Darren has one now, which is good. It means you can sort of share share a bit of experience, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's you're kind of still going out of the wee bit, a wee bit, a wee bit novice. So it's 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 interesting. It's it's very interesting to be there and watch the whole thing kind of develop and, and make improvements to the car. But you know, realistically, we're only making the car making the car more comfortable to me. The car is good right out of the box. It's oh, just. Yeah. Making uh-huh. it comfortable for me to drive. That's what we're trying to do. So that's it's all going well so far, you know. And and what is your hopes then going into the weekend? What would you be what would you be aiming for? Uh, it's it's hard it's hard to say really. I think if we can keep this sort of performance pattern West Cork going, that'll be good. Obviously the stages are slight bit different, uh-huh. uh, slight bit more bumpy, narrower than, than West Cork was. So whether that works or doesn't work for us is is what we'll have to worry about. But I think if we can be in the mix and with the top five, top six again and be on, you know, as long as everyone's in close together and we're there, that's the main aim. You know, I think after that, once you get the first couple of stages out of the road, you can then decide where you're where you're going after that. But let's say the plan is just obviously get the car get the car sort of dialed into the road fairly quickly and then go from there. That's that's the, the plan anyway. Yeah, interesting to hear about Johnny talking about getting the car dialed in and, and, you know, getting on the pace early. And especially too, you know, those stages up in the Glens of Antrim, they're fast, they're flowing roads, but there's a lot of little bumps and jumps in there. And it really is about, you know, who, who kind of can, you know, get the commitment in there first and get used to the, the, the pace. 
And what do you call it? I, I know it's 11 stages and it's an unusual format the way they're running them and, and you know, going one direction on the Friday and running in reverse on the, the Saturday. But that opens up a few issues there with regard to, you know, if, if the, the verges are soft and there's a lot of muck getting pulled out. Really? It, Mm-hmm. Evan, you know what it does to the racing lines and maybe the, the, the you know the pace notes with no gravel crew out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's definitely you know it's going to add another dimension onto the thing. Like Johnny talked about you know normally where they would be breaking, the, you know, there, there could be grass or there could be like muck pulled out on you know where they would be normally might be breaking. So it's going to you know uh, pace notes and your gravel crew is going to be vital, uh, you know, and then what's the three passes on the on the Friday and then you know three more and and Glen Dunn and two more on Cairn Castle. It's definitely, it's just going to add another, and a different dimension to it, you know, so that's... Uh, and as you say, you know, it was a bit of a challenge for the for the guys organising this. You know, the last few years, the circuit hasn't run. They were wary whether COVID would still be an issue or not. So I suppose they had to, to plan accordingly to see, can they limit the numbers of spectators, et cetera, if they needed to, and hence part of the format. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, like you know, six months ago from they were going out looking at stages and one thing or another, you know, the world was a completely different place, you know, as we all know. And we're trying to we're trying our best to forget, you know. But you know, um the top ten, um, we're 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 getting spoiled this year in the, the Tarmite Championship. The level of car, you know, and competitor, it's fantastic, it really is. It's phenomenal. Again, what we got another five Volkswagen polos in there. <laughs> it's just crazy. They just keep yeah. coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. But again, you know, when you look through that top ten, Fisher, Moffat, Divine, Evans, McGarity, Greer, mm-hmm. like it's phenomenal the names in there, you know, yeah. certain favorites on mm-hmm. any that's Josh Moffat, man. You know, every week we keep saying this, you know, like you know, it's he seems so controlled, so comfortable. Like all the rest of them are having to take chances to try and keep up with them. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see this weekend. Can somebody finally uh, break a stranglehold or will he will continue to dominate? It's going to be fascinating to watch. I, I, I don't know. You, you kind of think, you know, and the wrong word to use here, but the luck has to run out at some <laughs> for him. And, and it certainly isn't luck because, as you know, Josh can drive and there's no question mark ever over that. Yeah. You kind of think, you know, can can this role continue? And and at the moment, there's nothing to, to, to say that it's going to come to an end. But uh, you know, there's good competition there. But it's hard to see past Josh as being an outright winner for the the circuit. You know, mm-hmm. it's an event well on. He does well up in the tarmac in the north, and um, between either you know the Ulster Rally or the or the circuit in previous years. So mm-hmm. you know, hard to see who can be ahead of him. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, uh, the the vein. You know, is hoping. I'm sure to put his bad luck behind him. Um, like you know, he was giving them a, a good fight there in West Cork, but unfortunately, you know, mechanic lessons forced him out. You know, Alistair Fisher, well, that you know, that last wee percentage he, he seems to be missing in the first two rounds. Will that click in? Will Marion Evans finally get the you know the, the roll of the dice that he deserves? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, and as well. You know, <laughs> the list absolutely can can do, do playing a blinder this year. He's absolutely. Yeah. And again, another man who would, you know, you spoke to earlier, Johnny Greer. You, yeah. he's, he's really come into form and you mm-hmm. on the rally too, C3. So, yeah, uh-huh. as I say, um, like the two wheel drive, you know, there's been issues with the two wheel drive guys traveling north. And unfortunately, you know, that's probably reflected in the modified field. But, you know, it's still all there to play for. Uh, a good selection of, you know, Rally 4 R2 cars there as well, too, which is great to see. You know, so it's going to be an interesting weekend. But uh, another yeah. man hoping to, you know, hopefully 
put a few bad results behind him as Jason Mitchell, who I caught up with. And let's hear, like, Jason's only started rallying back in 2000 and late 2019. So let's hear his thoughts. Well, Kevin, um, I've, you know, I've always um, wanted to try and get into motorsport, you know, but for the last 20 years or more, but <coughs> either had no money or no time. So it's, <laughs> it's, took, it's took me a while to find, um, find the balance between money and time. So, <laughs> Yeah, but look, I always sort of fancied, you know, the rallying. Well, and he's playing motorsports, you know, because I do. I just like driving. But um, uh, rallying was definitely the one that you know that always was was the one that I, I sort of wanted to get involved. You know, and, and in fairness, you know, I've talked away to Gareth Sayers a lot about it because you know he we were friendly and <clears throat> he got me involved, and got me up with Kenny McKenzie one day and. You know, I once got on that Subaru, that World Car has it was that was that, that <laughs> no game, game setting match. No turning back after I had to get I had to get a car, so that's oh, good now. And, and you know, in hindsight now, you know, like I, I suppose before I went on that, you know, I sort of wanted to get a you know a twin camera mark to, you know, something back wheel drive. Didn't really know much about rallying, you know, I don't I didn't really you know, I didn't follow rallying. I didn't go and watch rallying. I just, it was more the driving that interested me. <clears throat> yeah. But I thought I would have went down to the cam or the the Mark um, II, you know, modified or something like that. But yeah. gas says to me, you know, no, just go go get an R5. So that's sort of, that was that. Yeah, we and and, and where, what a place to start the, you know, the, the car that Craig Breen won the Termite Championship in 2019. Like yeah. talk about going in at the top. <laughs> I know. And, and you know, Craig Craig Breen will not like me saying this, but you know, I didn't even know who Craig Breen was when I went to to buy the car. So, you know, when they were telling me it was Craig Breen's car, you know, I was you know, I didn't really know. Now obviously I know I obviously I know a lot more now, but um but yeah, it was um it was yeah, and it was a great car. Lo- loved yeah. that wee car. We had we had a great Great start to me rallying with that car, so that's something. And then, like, in 2020, we all know, like, coronavirus landed and, you know, curtailed the rallying here in Ireland. But, like, you didn't, didn't let you stop you when you were getting going. You went over to Europe and competed in events over 2020 and 2021. Like, you talk about yeah, baptism the fire. <laughs> well, Kevin, you know, I waited, I waited that long to do it. And then we got... I, I, started, I started... My first rally was a turkey run, and... Obviously, the end of, end of December in 2019. Uh-huh. And, you know, coronavirus then comes on around March or April of 2020. So, <clears throat> and I was raring to go. Kevin would have went anywhere. So, um, yeah, look, I, I just, at that stage, you know, I'd got the bug and I just, you know, I had to get rallying somewhere. I just wanted to, mm-hmm. I wanted to drive. I just wanted to drive. You know, it was as simple as that, Kevin. There's no, there's no, it doesn't matter where it was. If they told me to go to the w, WRC round, you know, I would have went. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't something that, no, it was a challenge, but it, it, yeah, uh, yeah it, it didn't, well, it was just, it's just about driving, Kevin. That's what, that's yeah. really, yeah. mostly, you know, I, I'm in the sport to drive. You know, it's not for any other reason because yeah. uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, for me, it doesn't matter if it was the ERC or or uh, wherever it was. You know, as long as we could get a road and you can go fast. Um, <laughs> well, well, going fast was maybe a struggle at times, and still maybe still is. You know, but um, yeah, it was. It was it was really good. You know, Kevin, on hindsight, you know, I was able to go away and sort of 
probably be pressurised on the doing things that you probably don't do when you're at home because you've all the advantages of hand cars from other people and you know the stages over here are done quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know they're I know they're done in other countries as well a lot, yeah. but you know, you've got advantages there. But we were going out there, we we're getting two pass recce. Mm-hmm. Hadn't a clue really about notes. Um, didn't really have any real understanding of anything. And just I was made learn, you know, yeah. or you or, you know, or you go, you know, we go off or mm-hmm. you no, know, so you know, it sort of forced me into making a lot of Aye. a lot of yeah, you know, things that you probably leave it to later on in your rallying career before you start making your own notes and mm-hmm. and maybe <clears throat> understand understand different surfaces and all the rest mm-hmm. of it, you know. So but yeah. no, it's good. Yeah, and like you've done what roughly about twenty two rallies, I think it is so far. Um yeah. but you know, you found the pace on gravel. But it's fair to say you find tar a wee bit more difficult just to master it. Yeah, Kevin, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm really disappointed with my tar, tarmac, you know, I find, um, you know, I, I have done more gravel, because like, I haven't done much tarmac, and, you know, I, I've, although I've, you know, 22 rallies, I don't even think of this money done as that, but, but 22 rallies done, you know, there's been probably six or seven of them or eight of them, maybe on on on, um, on tracks, you know, which is not, yeah, no, you know, it's, it's a good day's crack, like, but it's not, it's not the real thing, and um, or maybe that's unfair to say, but you know, when you go to the road, you realise that you know there's so much more to this game. You mm-hmm. know, when you go to when you go to some of these roads, and you know, if I be honest, I've I've had a surprise when I went to Tarmac. You know, because as you say, gravel the gravel pace. You know, I just it seemed to click with me, and I seemed to feel, I seemed to feel, you know, that <clears throat> the, I got a comfortable setup on the car. My notes make sense, and I trust them. And, and, and gravel mm-hmm. um, I've had a few small dramas but nothing too serious yeah. apart from the Galloway Hulls on the gravel but but on the tarmac on the tarmac I've really struggled to get comfortable you know just comfortable that I can push on and then when I do go and push on then I seem to make wee mistakes you know and it, sometimes it's me sometimes you know Mm-hmm. Maybe if this the car set up, but maybe we wrong, you know. So I think I think I've done a lot of things wrong so far on tarmac, but I'm hoping that I'm hoping that that's you know I've started off with doing the wrong things, and hopefully someone will start to click, yeah. you know, before the end end of the year, you know. <clears throat> you know, because sometimes you have to do something wrong to learn how to do it the right way. Yeah, exactly. Good. Well, you know, like I like uh, <clears throat> you know, even for this weekend now. Um, if I get out doing some testing this week, I'm hoping to, I'm going to make the car easier to drive again, which is not, maybe, um, you know, I had the car fairly, fairly aggressive, you know, um, down in Cork. And, you know, as much as I liked it, um, as much as I liked it, you know, you know, the bit of an experience maybe of how to handle certain things I don't get away with. So um, I think I think I'll probably have to take a wee step back you know, to maybe just settle, you know, give myself a chance if I do do something wrong, more or less, you know, on some of them, <clears throat> on, on, on this well-enough documented what happened down in Cork, because it's obviously, <laughs> was all over the, on the pace, you know, yeah. so like, but, but, you know, that was, you know, that's, that's, that's my mistake, you know, yeah. um, and, you know, there's part of me feels I should have maybe got out of that, um, and I had the car so aggressive, maybe, 
Mm-hmm. Could have got out of it, you know, but um, but I didn't, and you know, and it all it all felt so good up to that point. But that's uh, that's the uh, joy of rallying, uh, and the joy of rallying. Uh, but you know, you could have picked easier. You know, you could have went down. You know, doing like Northern Ireland Championship or the, even the, the you know the Tritonshire's National Championship. But you put yourself up there, you know, on the Tarmac Championship because like, you're obviously wanting to improve your pace. You want to get to to the next level. You know, so you're probably on the the best testing ground there is there. Yeah, well, you know, there is there is um, theory behind the madness, you know, Kevin. Like <clears throat> the way I looked at it, I said, and you know, I have been advised not to go, and you know, and, and probably quite a lot of good advice, you know, not to go, you know, go and do your national rounds and and you know to stay in more local. But Kevin, I'm forty, I'm forty three now, and I've only really got started, and. I want to get around these places. I want to see the West Cork, you know, and want to see the Clarnies. I want to see the Galways. You know, I want to see these and get around them, you know, for for a year or two because <clears throat> time is, you know, I'm not on that sport, you know, like and it does maybe sound ridiculous maybe, but, you know, I'm not just on there, you know, they, I'll not be on the sport, you know, if I can't get, you know, to a, a pace that I feel that I'm competitive, you know, and I'm not, I understand that I'm probably not going to reach the top end of it, but, you know, I want I want to be on the race, you know, and I want it to, I want it to, you know, there's a level that I feel that, you know, that I need to get to, to keep me in the game. Yeah. So, you know, if I can find comfort, you know, with the car and can find comfort um, with um, uh, with my notes and, and, and start understanding it all a wee bit better, um, you know, I, I also want the comfort of, been going to back this somewhere for the second time, yeah. And even if I you know, so for me, <clears throat> for me, you know, go back to West Cork. Unfortunately, Galway, we didn't get you know, um, we had obviously the troubles we had in Galway, but mm-hmm. you know, we didn't get around it. But you know, the part of the plan is just to get around yeah. this year, um, mm-hmm. but but maybe a bit faster than I'm getting around, but anyway. uh, because you know, the likes of you know, West Cork, Donegal, Clarny, they use the stages year, year on year a lot of the time. So, as you say, getting that mileage is, is critical because, you know, you're competing against guys who have done, say, Moss Gap seven, eight, yeah. nine times, nine, ten times. So, like, yeah. that has to say to their favour as well. Yeah, well, that, that does, Kevin. Like, and I, you know, I think, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't, like, we all, when we get more comfortable, no matter where you are in the world, if you're, you know, like if you have roads that you sort of you remember we but you know because I, I look at I look at you know my couple of dramas so far you know these are all um you know where I had my crash in Galway it was a real well renowned place for people to go off mm-hmm. you know and look at look at Cork what happened to me even two couple of weeks ago you know that was a well renowned crest that you know I made a mistake on and you know when I get back to these places I <laughs> You know, I have no smart, I, then, yeah. <laughs> I, I have my no smart. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, getting, just getting that, you know, you know, familiarization, I suppose, Absolutely, really. You, yeah. know, that you just you have a, you know, you have a feeling and you sort of get to understand what, what, what each area has, you know, and what, mm-hmm. what, where the difficulties are. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, you know, like you had Matt Edwards and with you there in Mayo. And like that day, did you, did, you know, did you get the benefit out of that day? Did that help you a lot? Yeah, we had, we had a great day, um, Kevin. Um, we had, and it was really good, really enjoyable the day I had with Matt, you know, because it was a different sort of a day, you know, because, you know, one of the main reasons I brought Matt over, you know, because 
there was wee things in the car. I wanted to, you know, I wanted this feedback on others, things on, you know, the, <clears throat> excuse me, th things on, you know, preparation for rally, you know, how much, you know, because, you know, people chat about, you know, not memorizing the stages and there's people chat about familiarizing on the stages and all that. I just wanted to see what, you know, the, what the real fast guys do mm -hmm. and, you know, and get tutored as well. When when you're not as comfortable on a test road, I wanted to see, you know, what's, a, you know, but, but it was quite funny, you know, when we landed, when we landed down to Mayo, we were driving past the train station and Matt said to me, we're going past the train station. He says, if you don't behave tomorrow, I'll be on that train at 10 o'clock. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's just pre-warned me, you know, this wasn't to be, yeah. this wasn't to be a day, day to go in, go mad, you know, and it did, you know, it was very good, Kevin, you know, I have to say, like, there were so many things, you know, I, I've concentrated on the fast stuff so much, but, but I'm, I'm actually terrible in slow stuff, which okay. you think is sort of, yeah. which, is the, which is the easy, you should be the easier end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even the way I was breaking and doing things, you know, it's just all stuff that you think you sh probably should really know, you know. But mm -hmm. when you have when you have man there and you're in a, a live event, not knowing the roads, you know, he sees all the weaknesses, you know. So mm -hmm. I got some really, good some really good feedback on that. And, you know, from the rally, you know, from the rally, from setting up, from, um, you know, getting prepared and things to consider. So, no, mm -hmm. it's very, very, very good and enjoyable. Now, we obviously had no big, massive pace, but... But know, that wasn't what the day was about, sure? Wasn't well, it? that wasn't what the day was about, no, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. And, like, you or, know, or, probably an ideal format for that because, you know, you had the two stages and you're away and you come back and done the, you know it was four loops so you could see where the progression was each time you passed then you know so. exactly exactly you got a chance to get to do the same thing that you maybe made you know a mistake on in the previous stage mm -hmm. yeah no it's very good now highly, highly it was definitely highly recommended now yeah. and like you know we'll look forward now to the circuit early now at the weekend um you know this is a, a like an event with huge history like, do you, does that, does that play a part in, you know, whenever you're starting, you know, driving out to the first stage, do you feel that sense of history or that sense, of, or is it just, as you say, you just want to drive the road that's in front of you? Honestly, Kevin, it's just, a, it's just about to drive and, you know, I, you know, look, the history, look, and, you know, maybe now when I'm starting to look, try and look for someone in cars, I can sort of see, you know, um, this week, you know, and even when I was looking back to see, you know, with Craig Breen there, you know, it's obviously a really good stage. On, on the Glen, um, you know, and when you look back, you can see how far some of the dates go back. So it's sort of, do you realise, you know, this has gone on, this has been, you know, been part of rallying for a long, long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but to be honest, Kevin, you know, it's, you know, it's not, not yeah. something that, and, you know, maybe that's not, you know, right, but for me, it's just, you know, the most important thing is to, as fast as we can, as fast as we can, as quick as we can. <laughs> Yeah. But it's not a, it's not, it's not something. Yeah, rally, mm -hmm. rallying can not, not be fairly quickly when you try to do that. So yeah, and then Just you know Seattle. you had mentioned earlier on that you had done the recce there uh, today earlier today. And can you give us a wee sort of overview of the characteristics of the stages? Yeah, look, Kim, the Glen stage there, um, which is the first stage. You know, look at, um, <clears throat> at you know fairly choppy. You know, some some you know fairly fast, but with some you know, surprisingly choppy bumps on it, you know, so, you know, you could be caught out, 
you know, you can be caught out fairly easily on it, you know. And <coughs> again, I even myself here, you know, we, we West Cork with some of these crests, fast crests, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, there's quite a lot of them on the stage as well. Whereas when you go to the Cairn Castle stage, you know, it's a fairly big open road, you know, and, you know, apart from the, you know, um, you know, apart from a section at the start, you know, it's fairly big and open, you know, and fairly, fairly straightforward stage. Mm-hmm. But no, the, the Glen, that Glen Dunn stage now, it's definitely, yeah, we'll have to have manners and that, I would think, until <laughs> we, we get going. <laughs> so that was very interesting there, catching up with Jason. Maybe not the, the died in the wool, you know, rally fan that's been fully and rallying forever and a day, but like, you, you, you can't, you know, but admire his honesty and his approach to rallying, like, you know, he wants to do it and wants to do it at a very high level and he's determined to get there. So talking about uh, uh, treating Glenn Dunn with a bit of respect in the first pass, you know, like that's brilliant. You know, um, it is such a classic stage. Um, but I suppose there's that fine line between treating the stage with respect and, and getting left behind. So, it's, you know, I don't know where, where the line is. <laughs> and I'm sure somebody will cross it on, on Friday morning. Um Another man I caught up with there at the start of the week was Kyle White. Kyle has recently acquired a, a two-weight Rally 4 car. Um, but we spoke about, we initially spoke about last year's BRC. But anyway, more let Kyle tell you all about it. Yeah, well, it was uh, great to be part of the whole thing. Obviously, I've never done the BRC and have been around rallying for quite a while now, uh, still being a junior. But uh it was just you're always sitting at home and you're seeing the guys from over here going over and doing all them rallies, being part of the whole hype, everything about it. And we just thought this year we're starting to come towards the end of the juniors. Why not go and do it? So uh, we threw our name into the hat. And sure enough, we've got a couple of sponsors to come on board and uh, we were lining up at Oldham Park then. And mm. uh, to be honest with you, the expectations were really just to get round, learn the championship. We'd never done any of the rounds, different different gradient, the gravel, etc. So we went down the Alton Park with fresh mindset, but we ended up being very quick at Alton Park. So uh, it sort of set the bar a wee bit, and mm-hmm. we expected, and you know what, we could maybe go win this. So uh, we didn't realise how big a difference there would be, especially on the gravel, to the new Rally 4 cars at the time, because we didn't know what to expect. And uh, we went to the, the Nicky Grist, which was the next one, and we got... Humbled, <laughs> you can put it that way. We uh, went out. Uh, do, do you know what? The wee car at, at the very start of the rally was capable of so much more. I didn't understand the stages. I didn't understand the gravel. It was very slippy, but you could also commit a lot more than at home. It was very strange. It was just very, very fast. So it took me a good load of stages to get into it. I think we were within three or four seconds of the fastest time towards the end of the day. So, uh Yeah. We, I think we ended up getting a third there at the Nicky Grist. I think we got pipped on the last stage out of second, mm-hmm. back to third. So uh, then that left us in the position that we were leading the championship. So it was, uh, you come up the stage and we're going leading the British championship. So <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it was definitely a memory I'll hold on to. But uh, mm-hmm. then further in the year, we had a bit of car trouble because uh, there was a problem with the way the front radiator bar was made. Okay. And every time we're coming into a gravel stage, there's ruts in the middle of the stage. And it was catching the ruts at the front of the car, especially under braking when the car's dipping. And it was pushing the radiator up and kinking the hose okay. going through the engine. So it was uh, 
giving us the engine warning light for temperature. So we'll have, we'll pull out of a couple of rallies of that, and then we got puncture in the grumpian as well. We're in a strong strong position, but then it ripped a brake pipe out, so we couldn't continue anyway. So mm. yeah, just a couple of things it's just to be expected in your first year, especially yeah. being in the underpowered car and do what doing what we're doing. So. Mm-hmm. Even at that, I don't think I'll ever have an achievement like I did. With the <laughs> car, you know, going up against the other cars. Uh-huh. So you've got yourself a new Peugeot 208 Rally Ford in for the 2022 season. Um, what's the plans for the year ahead? Yeah, well, we're going to contest the BRC game. We're going to give it a good go. I, uh, I'm i trying to think of an excuse at the minute because I get thrown away. Because I, I don't really have one now. So uh, it's down to me or Sean, but I, I'll possibly blame the Sean, obviously. <laughs> and have you had an opportunity to try the car out yet? Uh, is there yeah, I, I, literally just, I literally just took it up the main road. I think it was a week ago there when we just got it. I was driven off the trailer and took it around up the road. It was public road, so I couldn't do anything. It, feel, it feels strong. But uh, obviously, the first chance to get to test the car will be in the first stage in Glen Dunn in the Circuit of Ireland. Yes. <laughs> it's quite a daunting prospect, this is the first yeah, test. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the first time anybody's ever used the circuit as a test. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like you're, you mentioned the Circuit of Ireland there. Um, you've got a look at the stages. What's your thoughts on them? Yeah, we we're racked yesterday, which is Sunday there. And... Uh, very, very good. There's uh, there's a lot of places to catch out. And uh, the chicanes, well, from what I'm led to believe, is more like an assault course than a, than a than said chicanes. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if we mark the side of the car, because I'm sure my dad will have some words for me if I do. <laughs> and then, you know, this is the car that you've wanted for so long. You know, you've, you've come up through the ranks in the R2s and, the, you know, you finally got this R4. Like... What are your hopes really ahead of the, the year ahead? I hope sorry to get, get it around and get it finished with no damage, but that's easier said than done. Uh, goes without saying, we don't expect anything less than to go out and win anything we do now. It's, mm-hmm. uh, the only thing is there's a lot of competition there that's doing the exact same. So uh, we're just going to have to try and stay humble and try and go out and do our best and see where we end up. Absolutely, absolutely. And, like, you know, isn't it amazing the amount of competitors from this side of the Irish Sea going across and competing in the BRC? Fantastic to see. Yeah, well, last year it was completely oversubscribed. <laughs> the most guys, we, uh, I think it was half and half of English and Irish guys. So, uh-huh. it was, yeah, it was great to see. And uh, even there, I was looking at the entry for the circuit. It's an incredible entry, too. Just the amount of talent in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just one of them things. When you go over the water... Especially, you'll still have Irish guys up fighting at the top. Yeah, it shows you the level that we're at. You know, we're not no longer, you know, the also runs where we can compete with the best. Yep, that's it. No, it's uh, it's great to see and it's great to be part of too. Kyle always comes across as so enthusiastic and um, really want to wish Kyle and Sean and the team all the best um, for the year ahead, especially in the BRC. I'm really, really curious to see how they get on in the 208. It's great to see another new car, you know, over in these shores as well competing. Well, Kevin, it's that time of the week that we all prediction time. <laughs> Unfortunately, Adam couldn't join us this week, but he did messages in his uh, predictions for the circuit. So Adam's going to go with to win Johnny Greer, followed by Alistair Fisher in second with Marion Evans. <laughs> um, my own predictions for the circuit, and I hope I'm not jinxing anyone here. <laughs> 
and go for Josh Moffat for the win, followed by Colin Devine. I can see that being a hugely close battle um, with Johnny Greer in the mix there as well. And Kevin, what about yourself? What are you predicting for this weekend? Sir? Oh, I just don't know. <laughs> like, it's, it's so difficult to look past Josh. You know, he's been on fire this year. You know, put my hat on Josh again, I think. Um, Callum Devine, you know, he's going to have to get the wee rub of the green at some point. Hopefully this is this weekend. So, but I'm down for second. I'm torn now for third, you know. Um, but Evans has been... Mr. Consistent and, and quick as well this year, you know. So I think he'll still be there at the end as well, too. So Marion Evans for third. So that's our predictions. Let us know what you think. Um, if, we're, if we're right or we're wrong. And please remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, all those different things. So until the next time, take care, speak soon, and bye. <laughs>